2: Good evening, my dear listener. Uh, Tonight again, um, my name is Pastor Francis Karuga from uh, Kenya, uh, presenting the Gospel of God to you. And I minister with the Grace Covenant Church. Today, we are going to talk about the power of God's grace. Shall we look at the book of Romans, chapter 8, from verse 1? The Bible says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Praise the name of the Lord. So, the book of Romans, chapter 8, is considered to be one of the books that tells much of the realisation of God's righteousness. It is speaking so much of um, a glorified spirit. Actually, the name Holy Spirit is mentioned so many times than any other part of the Bible. Verse 1 here is saying there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So meaning that to those who are not in Christ Jesus, they are under condemnation. Why is this so? The Bible says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So there is an appearance here of uh, two type of laws, and there is a nature of contrast right here. One law, which is the law of the spirit of life, is in Christ Jesus. So the other law is considered to be a law of sin and death. So that person who is not in condemnation is in Christ Jesus. So the person who is under a condemnation is outside Christ Jesus. But then which law is this? The law of the spirit of life. And which law is this? The law of sin and death so um the book of second Corinthians chapter 3 uh, from verse 7 will definitely help us to understand exactly the two different type of laws and why is the contrast verse 7 says second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 7 the Bible says but if the ministry of death written and engraved on stones was glorious so that the children of Israel, could not look steadily in the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance. Which glory was passing away? How will the ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible here is telling us that there is a ministry of death and this ministry was written and engraved on stones. What was this exactly? This was the 10 called Commandments. And the Bible says that it was glorious. When Moses came from the mountain and his face was transfigured, the people could not look at him steadily so that now Moses had to cover his head. It had glory. Yet the Bible says that the glory of this ministry was passing away. And now the question comes, how will the ministry of condemnation, how will the ministry, sorry, the ministry of the spirit not be more glorious? So there is a ministry of the Spirit. And this ministry of the Spirit, therefore, is supposed to be more glorious than the ministry of death. Why? If you look back in verses uh, 6, he's saying that who also made us sufficient ministers of the New Testament covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. So it is, is, uh, verse 6 is equating the The ministry of death and that is the Ten Commandments as the letter which was only meant to kill. And this basically is talking of the Ten Commandments. What would this mean? If you recall in the book of Exodus, uh, that is, uh, Exodus, when Moses came down in this law from God, he found uh, that Harun had already made a god for them, a golden calf, and uh, and they had begun to worship. And as a result, he dropped down the commandments and they broke into pieces. As a result, after he grinded the gold into powder, mixed it with water, he gave them to some people and 3,000 people died in that day. How about the ministry of the spirit of life? Christ, after he had gone back to heaven, and fulfill what he had said he will do when he go back, he sent forth the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit came with the day of Pentecost, and that very day, 3,000 people were added to the number of them that are saved. You see the difference? You see the contrast? That this is the ministry of death, the law, the Ten Commandments, that was grave, on the stones, uh, but uh, those now who receive the grace of God are uh, Receiving life from God. Praise the name of Jesus. So now, uh, verse 8 is saying, sorry, verse 9 is saying, For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. Another name appears for the same law of sin and death is called the ministry of condemnation. Without the law, there is no condemnation. It is the law that they made people to know that they are sinners. So if you remove the law, then there is no sin. So it is the law that condemns sin. And therefore, it was known as the ministry of condemnation. However, the, the, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is also given here another name that is appearing as the ministry of righteousness, which therefore is to exceed much more in glory amen and the word exceeds basically is talking of a present continuous tense the other one says that it was it had it had glory but this one that now which is the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory verse 10 for even what was made glorious had glory in this respect because had no glory in this respect because of the glory that excels. amen the glory of the previous one um, uh, could not be in any comparison with the present one because the present one now has glory that excels amen excels again also uh, is a word that shows it is a present con- continuous tense verse 11 for if what is passing away was glorious that would that which now remains is much more glorious that which was passing away it was in the past tense, passing away. We do not uh, look for it now uh, as though it is existing. Uh, we look at it as that which was passing away. What remains is much more in much more glorious. Amen. Verse 12. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Unlike Moses who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away. But their minds were blinded, for until this day, the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of Old Testament, because the veil is taken away in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on on their, on their, on their heart. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, the Bible here is giving us a very serious contrast and an incredible conclusion of what we should fix our eyes on. The Bible is saying that um, uh, since now we have such hope, which hope? We have the glory that now remains. Where is it coming from? From the spirit, the law of the spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus. So this law of the Spirit continuously is giving us our life, uh, not only so, but the life that we have now has glory that exceeds much more in glory. Therefore, we speak boldly. We do not shy away. We are so, so much certain of what we have because the glory that now we are speaking of, um, of now is indwelling us. The Holy Spirit is a total representative of this glory. In the Old Testament, this glory could appear and disappear. And in the Old Testament we have uh, Moses uh, putting up the tabernacle beginning from Exodus 25 all the way to chapter 40 and at its completion when he did the work of sanctification the Lord's glory appeared. Moses and Aaron came out of the camp. They could not withstand that glory. Jesus Christ, when he came, he also came with glory uh, because he says uh, uh, at the start of his ministry that the spirit of the Lord is upon me. At the end of his ministry on earth, we see him praying in the book of John 17 when he says that, Father, the glory that I had with you, I give it unto the disciples. Uh, so you see, now the glory that he was operating with is leaving it to the disciple, and eventually, when he went back to heaven, the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, the Truth came as per the promise. And when he came, the Holy Spirit never went back home. He is here and is preparing the bride for the bridegroom. That's why it says that which remains, it's much more glorious. It exiles, It exceeds. In glory. That's why we speak with a great boldness of speech, because we know exactly where we are, we know who we are in Christ, and therefore we know that we are sons, we are heirs, we cohere with Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the guarantee that we have an inheritance. <laughs> this glory exceeds exceeds much more. Now, the Bible is saying that the children of Israel, as long as they kept on hearing the law. They became blind. And the Bible is saying that for until today, when Moses is read, uh, the veil remains unlifted in the reading of Old Testament. However, the veil is taken away in Christ. If you want people to be more condemned, to be more in bondage, to sin more, and to become all the more sin conscious, keep on reading the law of Moses unto them. That's what the Bible is saying. However, when you now turn the people's mind and focus to the gospel of Jesus, uh, the message of the cross, then the veil is taken away from their hearts. Amen. And therefore, um, verses 17 uh, is uh, giving us uh, something very important by telling us now the lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty the lord is that spirit the law of the spirit of life um, is basically the grace of god is the law of grace that is setting us free from the law of sin and death and where that spirit is that is where the lord is and of course there is liberty praise the name of the lord you can only be free when you listen you believe and receive the grace of god in your life that is what brings liberty that is the power of grace it set you free completely that you can serve the lord with the newness of mind verse 18 it says but we all with unveiled face beholding us in a mirror The glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image, from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So now, we that are born of God, we behold as in a mirror. In other words, we are looking uh, through the eye of the Spirit, and what do we see? We see the glory of the Lord. We see the Holy Spirit at work. We see the revelation of God's word. Yeah. So we are able now to have that divine fellowship. And as a result, we are being transformed into the same image. Which image? The image of that glory. Which glory? The Holy Spirit, Jesus, because that is the Lord who is where the Spirit is. And therefore, we are being transformed from glory to glory just as by the same Spirit of the Lord. In other words, in the spiritual realm, for those who believe in Jesus Christ, the sky is not their limit. The limit is their Lord. And therefore, for as many as are born of God, the goal of God for each one of us is that we may conform, conform to that very image of Christ. And that is how, therefore, we move from one glory to glory. We can therefore grow and grow and experience our Lord going forward. What a powerful, powerful element of God's grace. In this way, we can be assured that freedom is assured the more we study the grace of God. God bless you so much for listening, and may he follow his word in you to establish his faith and righteousness to the glory of his holy name. Shall we pray? Everlasting Father, we want to thank you and we want to honor you because you are so glorious you have uh, taken away the middle wall of partition you have given us hope even by allowing your son to pay for the wage of sin that was required and now lord almighty by faith we have received grace we have received salvation we have received that holy spirit who now represents the glory that exe- that exceed much more in glory we thank you so much that now we are sons. We are heirs. We are co-heirs with Christ Jesus. We inherit you, Lord Almighty. Now, Father, we can we can serve you with the newness of mind and of the spirit. Thank you so much for my listener because right now for those who are not born of you now because of believing in the in the message, you have given them salvation. For those who are sick, be it in their soul or in their bodies, you have given them healing. And we thank you because God for them that were hopeless, Lord, they are now receiving hope through your word, O God. My father, every situation king of glory is catered for upon my listeners, O Jehovah, because you are so divine. You see everything and you know every situation and nothing is impossible to you, oh God. Father, I want to thank you all together, even for this um, On Fire Agape ministry radio. And for the great work that they are doing, continue to expand her boundaries in the name of Jesus. Continue, King of all glory, Lord Almighty, to open ways through which many people will be ministered, O oh God. And as a result, your desire, according to First Timothy chapter two, that all men may be saved and be brought to the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, may be accomplished according to your plan, O oh God. We worship you tonight, and we give you glory that you deserve. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. God bless you so much my listener and continue to keep it right here and the Lord will continue to minister to your life like never before. Thank you so much.
0: DAY!
1: To the everybody. Too poor, He not to put well i am aliwa, i am chukwa chukwa i chukwa. me,
0: you've done for me oh. See how you set me free You were the living God There's one like You. See what you've done for me See how you delivered me You were the living